0: Hey everyone, this is David again with Light the Fight, and I'm coming at you with another DM. That stands for direct message, and just what we call it, but really any message that you send in through email, um, on our website, uh, or any social media that you follow us on. So I'm gonna answer a question, uh, but before I answer this question, I want to make a couple things very clear. I am not anti-husbands and do not hate husbands. (laughs) Because this question is going to be about husbands. This is a mother who asked this question. I just want to let you guys know, sometimes I'm harder on husbands or men. Well, this is actually what I say to husbands when they come into counseling. Because I am a marriage and family therapist. So when I do work with husbands and wives, I always tell them in the very first session, just to get this out of the way, I look at the guy and I say, hey, I just want to be very clear. I'm going to help you guys out, be very objective. I don't have a dog in this fight. I don't care if I'm not going to side with the woman or I'm not going to side with the the husband. You guys are coming in here. We're just going to try to work on things. I said, but I will be much harder on you as I'm pointing to the husband at first. And the reason why I say that is because I tell them that from my experience, If you guys are going to have the highest probability of making this work, then I want to even the playing field. I want someone to go first. So what I mean by that is in life, usually you'll hear people say things like this. If this person respects me, then I'll respect them. Or they didn't respect me, so I'm not going to respect them. So I hear this a lot. It's like, well, if they respect me, I'll respect them. And I hear the wife say, well, he doesn't respect my needs so I don't respect his. I'll hear the husband say, well, she doesn't respect my needs, so I don't respect hers. I'm like, okay, so you guys both want someone to respect your needs. Like, yes. Who's going to go first? Any volunteers? Well, I don't give them a chance to volunteer. I point at the husband and say, you're going to go first. I want you to show your wife that you're going to come here, willingly be uncomfortable, willingly do these hard things I'm asking you so that you're going to show her that you're all in. Now, I've had a couple of husbands throughout the years, more than a couple, look at me like, hey, wait a second, like, we're here because my wife cheated on me? Like, how come you're gonna be harder on me? I'm like, did you choose to stay in the relationship, sir? Yes, do you wanna make it work, sir? Yes, then this is what we're doing. You're gonna go first. He's like, I've been doing all the hard work, just dealing with all this stuff. Like, I get it. Here's a violin. You can feel bad for yourself and you can still take the stuff I'm about to say. And by the way, just on a side note, my heart on someone isn't like being a total jerk i mean i'm just like hey man i need you to go first i need you to do these things first because if you make these significant efforts and work then why wouldn't your wife say you know what that's legit i appreciate his hard work even if he's not perfect at it the wife's more likely to do her part and to work on her side of the street and i just simply say someone's got to go first but i always like the guy to go first so in light of that that was my disclaimer for this I don't know what I'm about to say to this to this question, but just in case I'm a little sounds like I'm a little harsh on men. Um, I'm sure it'll be very validating to all your women. I may I may get a lot more fans from the women population, but not so much from the men population. But moving on. So here's a question. Wait, I forgot. Okay. That's on my phone. All right, okay, here we go. So the question is: I love my husband. Oh, I love that. I love that up front. That's very good that you say that. You know something's bad coming. Have you ever written a story in English as a kid? It's called the, the sandwich. You always start with the fluffy bun, then you get to the meat, and then you end with, you know, and I just want to say he's not a bad man. <laughs> the end. Okay? So she's obviously very versed at this, and very good question already. I love my husband, and I'm frustrated. She's definitely listened to our podcast episode. Very good. She stated two simple facts. She loves him, and she's frustrated. We've discussed authoritative parenting as being more of a problem than a help with our boys. Okay, sounds like they're in agreement with that. Sounds like he doesn't think that being uh, hardcore, hard A is gonna be the best way to parent. So then she says, nevertheless, he falls into bad habits and negatively affects our family. Also, my boys want to avoid getting together as a family because dad reacts and family time turns into arguments. I've expressed to my boys that we have to model positively for dad. It's hard though. How do I appreciate or how do I approach this in a positive way so he doesn't feel attacked? Very good question for this unnamed person. So, first off, with your husband, it sounds like that he's conscious and aware that it's not a good way of approaching it. But you said he's got some habits. Maybe picked that up along the way in his profession. Maybe his dad was like that. Or maybe he just kind of figured this is how guys are supposed to be with their kids. Doesn't seem like he's commanding the respect from the troops that he would like. So the reason why I use that um, example of the troops, that analogy of the troops, is because I'm going to refer to a gentleman who can be a great model for your husband. So all moms out there listening... um, We've mentioned different books and different resources, uh, videos you can watch, just to kind of elicit thought-provoking conversations. But in this particular case with the dad, sometimes it takes another person, you know, someone of the same species, so another male, to communicate some hard things, not directly to your husband, because let's face it, guys have egos, and egos, if used properly, can get a lot done. But if not acknowledged that the ego is in control and they can kind of get a little carried away, then people tend to try to defend their habits. And instead of saying, you're right, I'm doing authoritative parenting, he may try to say, well, this is different, or they shouldn't have done this first. So using a different resource, someone else's voice talking to your husband's ear can be very effective. Um, The voice I'm referring to is a book written by Jocko Willink, and it's called Extreme Ownership. And the most recent book that Jocko just came out with called The Dichotomy of Leadership, it's another book that's kind of like the, it, it, it dovetails off the first book. So the reason why I'm talking about these books right now is because in Extreme Ownership, he talks about how there are sometimes lives at stake in certain situations, and when lives are at stake, because this guy was a Navy SEAL and, and, you know, in the military, when lives are at stake, it's really important to not have a whole bunch of different stories and messages coming at your troops, in this case, your kids. So if you're giving the kids one message and he's giving the kids a different message, different parenting styles, that's not going to be good to keep order in the ranks. And it's also going to make it really difficult for kids to see that you guys have your stuff together and that you're worth following. You can lose the troops really easy and resentment can grow pretty quickly and doubt can creep in. So extreme ownership, ownership talks about how leaders can, it's the terminology I use, I call this how leaders can be very assertively vulnerable. So this is how I approach before I tell you how to approach with your husband with this, let me speak really quickly on the other book called "The Dichotomy of Leadership" that just came out. This book then talks about how in leadership, you're usually faced with some pretty extreme choices that both seem like they could be wrong and right. when in reality, sometimes they're both right. So, for example, sometimes you can be right in being hard on your kids and making a firm statement that if they didn't clean their room or didn't do what they're supposed to do, that being hard on them and letting them know that they need to do that is the right thing to do. And saying it to them in a way that's not authoritarian and it's a way that's teaching them and giving them the chance to share with you some of their struggles, why they didn't clean the room, can also be a right move. You don't have to be the passive parent or the authoritarian parent. You can be a person that is assertive when you need to be, but understanding and willing to listen also when you need to be. And when it comes to parenting in today's day and age, there's a lot of what seems to be life-threatening. Sometimes it could be life-threatening, like if your kid is 16 and can drive a car. And there's a lot of things that maybe might not be life-threatening, but are very worrisome about their future, about who they're dating, about who they're hanging out with. So the dichotomy of leadership when he talks about it is really like there's some really extreme tough choices that you have to make as leaders. And I, I believe that when the guys I counsel and the guys I work with listen to these types of books, they hear stories about what successful and effective leaders did in a really difficult situation then for some reason our brains don't have to sit here and go gosh what does commanding a bunch of navy seals in hostile territory have to do with my parenting well you're the commander they're on the ground they're going to high school they're going to middle school they're out there and it's hostile territory there's a lot of connections in those stories moms out there, or in this case, uh, this particular mother, I want you to take the approach of you're sharing information with your husband, but you're also giving him credit that his intentions are good, but it's not the intentions, it's the delivery, the approach, and the relationship that is lacking. So how you would do that. And now I could give you a hundred different ways, it just, we don't have time in this and I'm... Again, I'm not your counselor, I'm not your therapist, so I'm going to give you just a small, simple example. So before your husband is going to have a difficult talk with your kids, let's say you know ahead of time, go to your husband, touch him on the hand, do something to, I don't want to say like completely befriend him and butter him up because... I'm not talking about, hey, could you be softer on the boys or the kids today? You know, last time you were kind of mean and didn't go so well, and I want that to happen again because, again, the ego, you know, maybe it just doesn't, maybe he thinks he didn't do a bad job last time or doesn't want to admit he did a bad job. Instead, use the 3D approach. Look at him, say, "Listen, I know you're going to go talk to the kids right now, and I want to support you, and I want, I, I want to make sure that you know we're on the same page." But I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt that right now when you go in and talk to them, that even when you tell them hard things, you're gonna say it softly. I know that you're capable of doing this. You do it at work all the time. Think of how many disgruntled people that act stupid or disrespectful and don't listen, Don't that you have to deal with. Use whatever analogy that works for him in his life. You're capable of doing this. It's just so much harder to do it with our kids. Thank you for you going up front And I'm going to have your back in this. And if you don't do it perfectly, you can always ask for forgiveness. We can talk about it afterwards. But I know you got this. Now, if you're a mom out there and you're thinking like, oh, yeah, he's not going to buy that, that I'm I'm being sincere because normally I'm freaked out and worried and all those other things. Well, here's why he's going to buy it. Because he's going to like it a whole lot more than you telling him he did a bad job. And he's going to like it a whole lot more than you criticizing him before or after. Or you jumping in the middle and telling him his style and approach is wrong. Because his style and approach is wrong, but telling him it's wrong in the middle of the conversation is not going to be right either. Your relationship can hinge on these conversations with your kids. I've never met a mom, and I've said this before, that said, you know what, I would choose my husband every day of the week over my kids. Said no mom ever that I've ever talked to. So usually it's the opposite. If a mom sees that her kids are, their feelings are getting hurt, dad's posturing and he's angry and upset. Oh, yeah. And by the way, if the mom has had the dad talk to her like that and she can relate to the kids, who do you think the mom's going to see as an ally? Who do you think she's going to want to protect? You guessed it. That she's going to want to te- protect the innocent kids from battle dad. Guess what? The kids might not be innocent though. The kids may actually be having a lot of these issues and dad may be right, but his approach may not be right. Then when you're not in the middle of these conversations, you can send him this link. Don't tell him that, Hey, this is what you need to do to become a better parent. Just say, you know what? I'm listening to a book or reading a book, which I strongly suggest you do. You want him to maybe listen to light the fight. And he's not having it because you want him to do it because it sounds like, oh, this is a parenting podcast. It sounds like more of the mom thing to want to do. Now, I know some of you mothers out there have been able to gently persuade your husbands to listen. And you guys have shared with us that they surprisingly liked it. I've had guys weigh in and say, wow, I'm actually pleasantly surprised. Wasn't what they thought. But that's kind of a hard sell. So instead of doing that, say, "Hey, listen, I'm going to try to take a different approach I'm calling you an authoritarian parent. Well, I decided someone told me about this book written by someone who would seem to be very authoritarian because he's in the military and is a commander and is a Navy SEAL. And I'm learning from a Navy SEAL how to be a better parent. Just thought you'd check it out. Here's the audio version. Or even better yet, go to your podcast app where you're listening to this. Type in Jocko Willink. He comes up on a lot of different podcasts. He's been on lots of different people's podcasts. Listen to different podcasts because that's a shorter interview. That might be better if he listens to a podcast of Jocko instead of actually having to to try to sell him on the whole book. Because if you listen to this guy talk, and if he sees this guy talk, this guy is the vanilla gorilla. He looks like a Navy SEAL commander. If you look at him, like that guy looks like a Navy SEAL commander or an enforcer for the drug cartel or the Irish mafia or something like that. He looks like a thug or a commander, possibly both. Point is, he's neither of those things. He's a guy that's been there, done that, and realizes the angry, aggressive, authoritarian way takes years off your life, breaks relationships, can break homes. And like I said before, if you're a dad and you need to be right and they need to honor your power and control, then you're not a real leader because the best leaders have people that want to follow them. So give that a shot, mom or mothers out there. Again, those books are, and when we post this episode, we'll put a link to those books, Extreme Ownership, The Dichotomy of Leadership, and we may even put a couple links to some different podcasts where you can get uh, a video visual and kind of like a little digestible version of him. Um, He does lots of cool YouTube video stuff. And he also has a kid's book. And the name of the kid's book is, producer, remind me what's the name of the Way of the Warrior Kid. Way of the Warrior Kid, Mark's Mission. Mission. Great book for children. He even does a podcast talking about how he came up with the book, um, breaks down the book in great detail. So, Way of the Warrior Kid teaching is mostly about how to, you know, about bullying, you know, just how to handle this, but it does it in much more of a story form. So, it's very entertaining. So, we'll give you lots of links to get this information to what I like to call some dads have some cinder blocks in their foreheads. I don't like to say they're concrete or or I don't like to say they got steel foreheads because that would be a lot harder to penetrate. You can break cinder blocks, but still hard, meaning not always open to new ideas, new information. So I just want to give you moms out there another workaround to influence your husbands or the significant men in your life. Maybe this could be your brother and you're watching the way he parents and you're sitting there biting your tongue trying not to say anything or someone at work. Use these resources. Tell us what you think at lightthefight.com Or you can follow us on all social media and weigh in again on social media. Make comments, send us DMs, let us know what you think about this information. And until next time, thank you for lighting the fight in your relationships, and I'm out.